Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my god. Shot two. Oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Welcome to Three Shots In. I am Jake. I'm Jess, and this is episode 29. Good job, Jessica. I thought you were going to fuck it up. I was about to put my fingers up. I never do. And this episode, we have two guests, and they are Ricky. Hello. And also Sweet Sam. Who is... Already well into four shots. Yeah, so Sam Sam's a little drunk. Yes, yeah, Sam it's had okay. four whole shots because I don't know if you guys remember on this podcast, the Sam special is when you have three half shots, essentially one and a half shots. Yes, I've been taking half shots. And last time when I was sick on the show, I only took one half shot which was a terrible mistake because I heard so bad. But today I decided to do three full shots and then I wanted to do a fourth because I wanted to see what four shot Sam looked like. And here she is and she thinks everything is hilarious. <laughs> which for dad jokes is kind of amazing. Like it's just feeding her. Yeah, like no. I'm mad yeah. at you every time you say a dad joke, but I can't stop laughing at it, which makes me hate myself. I was, I was showing you some like mid tier really not that funny memes and you were just crying. It was I, great. My yeah. eyes right now, I, I'm crying right now. <laughs> well, you know who will not cry? All of our listeners, because today's topic is chain. Chain. Not, not like, oh, now like it could be like really anything. You talk about like an actual chain, right? Like rattling yep. it. Yeah. Sure. Like yeah. a chain link fence. You can talk about, I don't know. Chain reactions. Well, what are we talking about? What are we talking? I'm talking about chain gangs. Personally, anyone? Chain reactions. Chains of events. Huh? Chain smoking. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those are all the topics for tonight. Now, obviously, we love you guys for being on our show. Thank you, Sam and Ricky. Oh, you're welcome. But you know who we love more than you? Actually, you know who we love We're, just as equal to you? <laughs> it's equal. It's all of our I other. Do know, but do you want me to say it? No, it's all of our other patrons. <laughs> our other patrons, and they are including Sweet Sam and Ricky, who are our current guests, yep. as well as Terry, Danny, TJ, Jeremy, Abria, Thomas, David, Mom, and Dad. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. There you should be more of you. I know a lot more people listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I see those download numbers. I know I know how many of you are out there. Uh, a lot in the UK right now. You know what? Which is funny, because I constantly talk shit about the UK. They don't seem to mind. No, it's very, it's very nice, actually. Right. Those are my people. They're good people. Those are Kendall's people. Mm-hmm. She's wife. English too. Uh, yeah. There's a whole. We what, need to have a whole conversation cool. about how. What kind of English? How like have I cool, known you this long and not known that? Like That's the crazy. cool, the cool English that left England to come to America. Yep. yep. Ah. Or like, or like the shitty English that, like, you know, like killed all the Scots and the Irish. I mean, those two. Oh, I don't know about oh, okay. my answers. <laughs> that far back, I'm not sure. Well, anyway. <laughs> So speaking of being drunk, right? Cause we're all pretty intoxicated. Me and Ricky are actually five shots in right now. Yes. Right. He asked me to match him shot for shot and I obliged. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam and I are four shots in. Yes. Yeah. New record for me. Uh, Jessica, Jacob and Ricky mm-hmm. took shots of Don Julio Reposado. Mm-hmm. This was a gift to me from my sweet abuelita. Oh. Yes, Grandma Sylvia. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandmama. She, she would listen if she knew how, 
but I've had to explain Aww. to her how to find the podcast and listen to it like every single time she tries. Aww. So she just stopped asking. Okay. It's okay. Okay, it's yeah. all right. My grandmother, when we were in Arizona, I think it was last year, you guys were live and TJ and I jumped on and we happened to be in Arizona. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nanny, we need alcohol. We need to take shots. And she was like, in my cupboard. And yeah. we went in there and sure enough, that was when we found that. The Elvis. It was like coconut water Elvis vodka. Yeah, that was. Uh- Mm-hmm. The one and only time that I waved at your grandmother. Yes. She yeah. said yes. hi to me. And well, she said that she thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it that was, her first reaction was, in the cupboard. Like, yeah, no questions. Yeah, just, no questions. Here, just, this yeah, is where my yeah, booze is. Yeah. And yeah, and I drank out of like the fanciest, like Waterford Crystal, TJ and I both, Waterford Crystal shot, like these little tiny glasses. Did you guys get those? Did you bring them back? There's only one, yes, and I did get it. That's yes. that's dope. Yes. I need to have, have that in like a little like fucking like. Case. I have it to remember her by. She passed away, so every time I drink out of it, I will dedicate that that shot. Hell yeah. To mm-hmm. nanny. Hell yeah. <laughs> On a more pretty, important note, this white claw is making me burp like crazy. It's very, it's very. Fizzy. Way to segue from honoring my grandmother yeah. to your white claw burping. No, but it is a great segue because the next topic that we're going to be discussing is our drinks. Yep. True. So it's true. Ricky's yes. got a white claw. What kind of white claw? It's a black cherry. I mean, it's all right. Black cherry white claw. There I'm drinking go. black cherry too, but it's a Mike's hard lemonade. Oh, I love it. It's probably really dangerous that I'm drinking it, even though I'm four shots in. I'll drink it. They're like 4% alcohol. You're fine. I don't know. Remember when I, well, that was tequila. So no, that was bad. You let Jake make your margarita. That was your <laughs> mistake. That was probably you the biggest You think I would have been okay if I had just stuck to the three and not- yep. The three shots and not actually drink the yes. Yep, because yeah. I made your margarita just like I made mine, <gasps> which was literally like tequila, 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 yeah. and a splash of margarita. That mix. was when you had, that was, I was with your first guest and you were like really strict on that rule of you have to be three shots in. And then after you saw my broken body, <laughs> <laughs> you yes. amended that rule. Yes, after I broke you, um, <laughs> we did amend the rule. <laughs> so thanks, Sam. Tucking me in on the couch with the blanket. No, I, I did. I I'm hope so sorry. You I hope you know. I had been advising him against enforcing that rule for a really long time. I know, but honestly, I feel good. I feel like I earned my place. Like as the first guest, I don't think I could have in good conscience, like conscious, <laughs> conscience, uh-huh. <laughs> taken less than three shots. So being the first guest, even though it really messed me up, I yeah. am proud that I took those three shots. I am proud. That Thank you. Took you. Those three shots. Thank you. Yes. And now I'm four shots in. Look how far I've come. Well done. Let's see in an hour how Sam, I do. <laughs> in fact, I am so proud. <gasps> oh. Normally, I would ask Ricky to spin the wheel because his arms are so long, he wouldn't even have to like lean. It's true. You know? Not even a little here. bit. He would just boom. But um, Sam, I'm going to ask you, will you please spin the first wheel for us? Yes. Thank you. Oh my God, Sam, have you been on the show before? Because that was a good spin. That was a, that good, was a great thank spin. You. Really solid, good spin. Very solid. All right, Sam? Yes. Oh, and Jess, Ricky, and myself. Look at that. Because <laughs> we're all here to, to read the wheel spins. Here we go. Okay. This was sent in to us okay. by Luke, who's also been Ooh, on the show. Okay. You bust into a warehouse and begin gunning people down John Wick style. Ooh. What song is playing? Okay, so Ooh, I'm assuming, like, okay. imagine you're in an action movie, you're busting into a warehouse, you're killing all these, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're Russians, maybe they're communists, <laughs> I don't know, right? You're, you're, you're gunning them down, they're trying to shoot you, and what song is playing during this amazing action sequence? Black Betty. Oh. <laughs> By Ram Jam or Spider Bait? I have no idea right. how we're, he plans on doing that. All right, whatever. 
I'm really playing. Jessica, hold on, Jessica. Can we get a little a little oh, yeah. s- preview of Black Betty? Yeah. Black Betty, bam a lamb, whoa, Black Betty, bam a lamb, Black Betty had a child, bam a lamb, the damn thing gone wild, bam a lamb, she said it weren't none of mine, bam a lamb, the damn thing gone blind, bam a lamb, I said, oh, Black Betty, bam. Jacob, yeah. what song are you choosing? Uh, It's called Fame. <laughs> Remember my name. <laughs> I got mine. It's it's the first thing that popped into my brain, and it's "Hello Bitches" from CL. <laughs> I've, I've never heard this. I've never heard this song. It's Sam, amazing. I need, I need a preview, please. Hello, bitches. And Ricky. Mine would be Mozart's Canon in D major. <laughs> oh, yes! You're going Mozart? Yes! Pl- play the song. Go you're, go- you're going Trust classical? Yes. You know exactly what I mean. I know what it. it is. Let's hear it. I believe I'm going first. You are, and if I recall, you're talking about chains of events? Yes, yes, chains of events, as in events that had a domino effect into other events, <gasps> okay. as far as we know. Like like butterfly effect. Sim- Wait. No, uh, similar. I really hope you didn't take mine. It's okay, I have a backup. I probably didn't. Anyway. Anyway, we'll begin uh, with um, a thread on Reddit. Oh, that's always exciting. I know. It's my favorite. So someone on Reddit decided to ask the historians of Reddit to discuss chains of events, historically speaking, that led into other events. Sure. In a chain sort of way. Sure. Yeah. Chainly. Reaching. <laughs> and we'll begin first with this. I'm reading exactly how this historian wrote it, you know, to respect them. Of course. This is a direct quote. Exactly. Okay. We learned about this in school. In the 1950s in Borneo, they were suffering from an outbreak of malaria. So with the help of the World Health Organization, they sprayed DDT all over the island to kill the mosquitoes. Hmm. But the DDT also killed the island's wasps, which helped to control the population of thatch-eating caterpillars. But thatch is what people use to make the roofs of their homes, and thanks to this, their roofs began to collapse on top of them. Uh Uh-oh. Many other small insects started to get affected by the DDT, which were eaten by geckos. However, the geckos developed a tolerance to the DDT, but the cats who ate the geckos did not. So the cat population began to die off. This led to the island's rat population increasing greatly. And that's the story of how an island with a malaria problem led to cats being airdropped from Borneo. Airdropped? Airdropped into Borneo. Dang. Holy cow. What? I heard something about a story of an island that like did like the same type of shit and they keep having like an overpopulation of a certain animal and so like, they release a predator for that animal and then the predator be- becomes overpopulated. Yeah. And so then they just keep releasing other animals into yeah. the place and like mm-hmm. now this is just like literally a death trap. That's mm-hmm. a much better story. Thank you. You know what, Ricky? That was I can't just... wait to hear the history of chains. That'll be much more interesting. <laughs> it will off, be. That was just off the cuff. That was just a quick well, little story. Well done. Well done. 
Anyway, that was written by Tuck Pock. Oh, Tuck Pock. Tuck underscore Pock. Interesting name. The next. It says British officers in India in the 18th century were eating um, quinine powder. What? Quinine. I feel like I've heard the story. This sounds familiar. This was in order to help treat their malaria. Ironically, what malaria was just a huge problem. You just won't stop talking about malaria for a really long time. It's all about malaria with this chick. Quinine is so bitter on its own, so they started putting it in their club soda to make make it tonic water. Yeah, to make it easier to go down. And they did invent tonic water. Hey, very good, Jacob. Thank you. They brought the water back to Europe, and they began to put it into their gin. Fuck yeah, they did. Hence, gin and tonic. Love that. You know, the first time I had a gin and tonic was when I first came on this podcast. That's oh. great. I love me a gin and tonic. And you made it, and it was wonderful. I don't quite, quite enjoy. For it. Quite I enjoy. don't care for it. Anyway, that was written by Pretend Shower. Oh. Oh, the old Pretend Shower. Mm-hmm. You know. You know what I mean. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this one. It says, this is in recent history, but it still boggles my mind. Jerry Ryan gets cast on Star Trek. That's the blonde. Uh, Star Trek Voyager. And she- Was that the, was that the guy that died? No, it was a woman. Okay. She was a model before she was cast as the part. She's very thin, um, super beautiful, and she was cast as uh, the role of Seven of Nine in Star Trek Voyager. Okay. I'm not even going to pretend like I understand. You'd recognize her face probably, but it doesn't matter. Jerry Ryan ended up divorcing her husband. Okay. Her ex-husband, Jack, um, had a really strong resume and a lot of money and he announces at a Senate campaign in the state of Illinois in 2004 that he is going to run. Hmm. Okay. So his entry into the race is enough that it's now kind of considered a toss-up. So he really like rocked the boat. Sure. Don't because because both Jerry, the actress, and Jack, her ex-husband, who is now a politician, are public figures, journalists really push for their divorce records to be released. Uh-oh. And a major factor of their split was Jack's desire to visit sex clubs. Oh, he, he liked the sex clubs. And have the sex in public. Not good. Um. No, it was very scandalous. And the people who wanted to vote for him no longer did after they learned about that. I feel like that's very common in the political world, you know, Same. sex clubs. I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard that about a politician. I mean, it makes no? sense, but. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for some reason it feels right, but I just. Yeah. Well, Jack Ryan dropped out of the race and the GOP struggled to find a replacement because he was the Republican candidate, you see. Sure. Mm. This led to an overwhelming victory for the Democratic challenger, who was Barack Obama <gasps> at that time. <gasps> what? What oh, twist. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. And that is how we got uh, one of our more famous presidents, at least in recent years. Yeah. Him and mm-hmm. Oh, Michelle. <laughs> Anyway, that was written by Zach of the Axis. Thank you, Zach. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Are you going to talk about O.G. Simpson? No. <gasps> there was a whole chain reaction. Now, mind you, I don't, I don't recall or chain of events. I don't recall exactly what it was, but it was something like some team lost like a whole bunch of games or whatever, which caused the Buffalo Bills to have like the first draft pick, and so they drafted O.J. Simpson. So then he moved to Buffalo, New York, and then he met. Uh, what's that bitch's name? Monica Lewinsky. Um, no. <laughs> the wife he murdered? The wife he murdered. He met her in <laughs> Buffalo. They got married, and then he murdered her because of Wait, all because who got murdered? Nicole Brown. That sounds, I, I don't that think sounds I know right, about I'm not, that. I'm really not sure. You don't, don't know that. about the O.J. Simpson trial? 
Oh, I do know, but I did. I guess I didn't recognize that name. Yeah, he was on trial for. I do know. remember that, but I didn't know her name. Okay. How if old was everybody in the room? Doesn't fit. You must acquit. What year was it? Because I actually watched that live, 1996. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't even. 90, I wasn't even born yet. I was 96. five. Oh, what? I, I wasn't. Ricky, I was how, seven. How old were you? I watched it live on television and remember mm-hmm. it. And how old were you? I have a pog. That's right. A pog. I loved pogs. That was a slammer that says OJ's in the slammer. I still have it to this day. It's I saw worth my a lot of slammer. Money. It has an eagle on it. It's like a holographic eagle. It's a picture of OJ Simpson in jail <laughs> because they were 100% convinced he was going to jail. Huh. Moving on. Yeah. This one says probably how Pepsi briefly became the sixth largest military in the world. What? I think I've heard this. I know this story. Well, let's see. It's amazing. In 1959, President Eisenhower wanted to show the Soviet Union how great America was. So the government set up an American national exhibition and they sent Vice President Nixon there. Well, Nixon and Soviet leader Khrushchev got into an argument over communism versus capitalism. Makes sense. As one does. Mm -hmm. As it got very heated, the president of the Pepsi company stepped in and was like, hey, Khrushchev, chill out and have a Pepsi. (laughs) Apparently he fucking loved it. Oh, he loved it. That's why is it was it Kendall Jenner had the Pepsi commercial where she she stopped her whole riot by giving someone Pepsi. No idea. Hmm. Because then the Soviet Union wanted to permanently bring Pepsi over to their country. The problem is that their money wasn't like accepted worldwide. Sure. So instead, in the true Russian fashion, they traded vodka for Pepsi. Dope. And this was great until the late 1980s when their contract was going to expire and vodka no longer was, you know, enough. So instead they traded Pepsi a ton of submarines and warships for $3 billion worth of Pepsi. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, like they super wanted it. Yeah. Enough that they'd give all of that. And then uh, Coco Juca, who's the one who wrote this, said, sadly, instead of terrorizing the seas and shooting harpoons at their enemies, Coca-Cola. Pepsi decided to sell the fleet to a scrap metal company in, in Sweden. Bunch of pussies. <laughs> I Coca-Cola didn't know that. Coca-Cola would have gone for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Coca-Cola <laughs> definitely would have gone for it. Uh-huh. They'd have taken on at least three countries Yeah. before running out of fuel or something. Right. This is the last of my lighthearted ones. Oh. oh so these are, these are fun and lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. And then you have some brutally terrorizing ones? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. This one says, by Batman's uncle. <laughs> that's, that's the writer? That Yes. Okay. The author. Sure. Very short and sweet. It says, a Chinese man wanted to create a potion to become immortal. Oh. Sort of, in a way, he succeeded. Because in trying to create a potion for immortality, he actually created gunpowder. Oh, no. Okay. That's I- it. How how is that? How was how was he kind of sort of almost successful? Well, because if his name is attached to gunpowder, he's known as the Chinese guy who created gunpowder. Oh no! But I don't know him, so yeah, I have no idea who invented. I thought Americans did that. Listen, it wasn't Same. an airtight potion, <laughs> <laughs> but he is immortalized in his creation, is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Sure. That guy who made gunpowder is how he will go down in in history. He will go down as the Chinese guy who created gunpowder on accident because he wanted to live forever. But I never knew that story, so he didn't really go down in history. But you know it. You know it now because I told you. Yes, that's true. Thank you. Ben. Oh, sh- oh shit! 
<laughs> my passion. It killed people. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Batman's uncle. Now we're going to move in okay. to my very last story. So Glen Carbon, Illinois. That's the name of the town. March 16th, 2017, 5.15 a.m. The staff of a Walmart called 911. Oh, so it was one of those superstars, those 24-hour Walmarts. I suppose. The home of Christy Campbell and her seven, seven children was on fire. Oh, no. Oh, this sounds very familiar. Maybe. So six out of the seven children, four boys and two girls ranging from four to 14, woke up to the fire and were able to escape unharmed. Oh, that's good. Four of them fled to Walmart and begged the staff to call 911. Two fled to a neighbor's house. Firefighters and police respond and recover the body of a man inside who they are unable to identify. Christy and the seventh child, who was a her three-month-old son, are not found. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's not good. No. Like no they body, at- nothing? 5.31 a.m. A second 911 call came, comes in from a motorist passing by a lake that's about 16 miles from the burning house and reports a car heading down a hill into the water. Before anyone responds to it, a paramedic on his way back from an unrelated call spots the car almost completely submerged and dives into the water to help. Whoa. The car is Christie's SUV. Inside, he finds the three-month-old floating in an air pocket. Oh my God. Oh no. Wait, in an air pocket, so he's alive. He does, it's unresponsive at first. No, nothing. He does CPR on the baby on top of the car successfully revives him, gets him out of the water, and warms him up because the water is below 50 degrees. I can tell you right now, as someone who is, in fact, CPR certified, I am, and I am even CPR certified for babies, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no way I would have saved that kid. So good for him for actually paying attention to the CPR certification test. Well, anyway, the baby makes a full recovery eventually. Yay. Unharmed. I'm really happy that's the way it went. All seven children are fine. Wow. Dope. But no one else was found in the car except for the baby. Where's Christy? Around 11.15 a.m., Christy's body is discovered in the lake, about 400 or so feet from where the SUV was found. So Christy drove her and her youngest into the lake, and she tried to burn her kids, other kids alive. Don't know. In the process. So her body and the body of the man found in the house are examined. The cause of death for Christy, who was 32 at the time, is recorded as... Probable drowning complicated with hypothermia. It was a cold lake. That makes sense. Sure. A toxicology report found that she had caffeine, some nicotine, a tiny bit of alcohol, not even close to enough to be illegal in her system. I was like, check, check, check. I'm on that list. You know what I mean? (laughs) The man's body is identified as Justin Campbell, the father of her seven children, and his cause of death is a gunshot wound in the head. Oh no. That's not good. Damn, Christy didn't miss. Headshot? Well, actually. So anyway, in 2012, Christy Campbell obtained an emergency protection order against her husband and filed for divorce from him after a very long history of domestic abuse uh, that seemed mostly targeted at Christy, but reportedly also involved two of his sons. Okay. Wait, so he was beating up Christy? Yeah. Okay. For a really long time. Got it. What'd she do? Um, Shot him in the head, it sounds like. But uh, a neighbor had talked to police and said that it appeared Justin had moved back in recently. Uh, A gun was found in the SUV. 
but the bullet that killed Justin went straight through him, and it was never recovered. So they could never confirm whether or not it was that same gun that had killed him. But was that gun missing a bullet? Ooh, good That's question. That's a good question. I mean, look, I'm not going to... I have a, what, 16-round magazine in my 9-millimeter canned gun, mm-hmm. and there is always 16 plus 1 in it. I don't know anyone who wouldn't have the plus one. I know a lot of people who don't run the plus one. They're a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How do you, why do you use the plus one? You can do it. People who have kids in particular, I've noticed tend to not run the plus one. Mm. If my kids grab my gun and pull that trigger, I failed. Right. Period. No, I understand that. But sure. there are many people who don't see it that way. Because even if they fail, they don't want their child to die as a result. You can be a failure without a child dying. So they're unable to prove that the gun in the SUV was the gun that killed Justin, cannot connect them. Also, there's no way to tell, apparently, who even started the fire. Apparent. Hey, apparently. <laughs> Whoa, Jessica, coincidence? Mm, yeah. I told you when I started taking shots that the dad jokes were gonna flow. Right, and I <laughs> warned you that only Sam would appreciate them and this is the state she's in, so <sighs> that was- I never said that I would appreciate it. I appreciated it. it. Thank you. I mean, I said that I may laugh at them, but I never said that I appreciate them. Fair. <laughs> Carry on. So anyway, they're unable to prove that there's any connection between the gun found in her car and the shot to his head. They're unable to determine who set the fire in the first place, whether she was suicidal or he was suicidal. It's impossible to tell. So they didn't know hmm. if smoking saved lives. <laughs> Ew. That's an office reference. Today, smoking's gonna save lives, and it was a funny one. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah, Wait, it was did, really funny. Then why aren't you laughing? I know why. It's because she knows that I have to pee. <laughs> I get it. Thank you, Jessica. Continue with your story. That's it. Oh, Jessica, end your story. It was a mysterious chain of events. Whoa! <laughs> oh, cause chain—that's yeah. the theme of the night. Oh, that was nice. Instead of listening to my information, you just used it as a, a reason to make a bunch of jokes. <laughs> that was nice. That made me feel really good. Thanks for listening. I literally don't care if you feel good or not, so. No, what? <gasps> what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is no longer with us. Yeah, she's thrown up in the bathroom right now. She's on the floor. No, she, she, she's crying. No, she hasn't thrown up. She's got tears. No, 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 she was on the floor, but she's moved to the couch. There is no vomit. The whole house just smells of stomach acid no, and, no, no. and, and no, vodka. Uh, mm, it's yeah. not, no, none of that. So she's feeling better now, but is not well enough to continue recording. So it's pretty we'll, gross. I think she had a grilled cheese earlier. So we'll finish tomorrow Ugh. after playing Dungeons and Dragons. And Ricky may or may not also be there to finish out this recording. That's correct. But you are here now. I am. And we can at least finish your stories that you had prepared. That's oh, true. Did you prepare stories? I did. What, I actually, would these, what would these stories be about? I have two. One of them uh, has to do with a chain reaction. Oh. And the other one has to do with actual chain. Like like chain? Like a yeah. like a like a rattling like, chain? Like, like metal links put together to make a chain? To make a chain. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's weird, but sure. It's okay. Well, when you give me a topic like chain, what else am I supposed to do? But take it a hundred percent literally. That's what I do. I mean, nobody else did. So maybe that's good. Yeah. Maybe you got some good stories. Perhaps. All right. So the first one, 
has to do with a chain reaction. So I think we can all agree that since 2012, when the world was supposed to end, if you remember. Oh, I recall. You remember the Mayan calendar? Yeah, yeah, we had an end of the world party. Yep. Remember that, Jess? Yep. I do recall that. So the world was supposed to end, and things since 2012 have gotten a little weird. Like, like weird events have happened in the world, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, think about it. Think about all the crazy stuff that's happened in the last 10 years. Oh, 2012 was 10 years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so moving on. Uh, well, apparently... The beginning of seltzers happened in the last 10 years. There was an event that happened in 2012 uh, put on by an organization called CERN, C-E-R-N, or the European Organization for Nuclear Research. And as you may have noticed, the acronym does not line up. Not at all. And I have no idea why. I could not find it on the internet. That would be the EONER. I'm I'm Cerntin. That's wrong. Ah. Ah. Okay. Ayo. Anyone? All right. Uh, so CERN did something where they built something called an LHC or Large Hadron Collider. They're a big fan of uh, acronyms, but apparently ones that don't necessarily line up. So Large Hadron Collider. Okay. They take particles and they slam them together at greater than the speed of light. Oh, is this that place, the research center that has like a really big circle yep. and they send like the particles like all around the circle yeah. and that they're pretty sure they're going to make a black hole or something? Yes. <laughs> so speaking of black holes, funny that you mentioned that, uh, when they turned it on in 2012, um, there was some speculation by everyone's favorite vegetable, uh, Stephen Hawking, that... Of all the vegetables, he is, <laughs> I think, my favorite. He's the favorite one? No, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, that it would create a black hole that would then fall down into, it would be pulled down into the center of the earth and consume the earth. Right. In a chain reaction, bringing it all back, chain reaction mm. that would cause the earth to be destroyed. So, so having so that So naturally, theory, the European Union con- continued to invest. Right. hundred percent. Right. Having, having that theory that yep. it would it would almost certainly spell the end of the world. Yep. They were, of course, motivated to continue yep. and see what happened. And just turned it on anyway. Okay. Yeah. So That's kind of badass. Right? So they went ahead and did that, and uh, they discovered something called the Higgs boson. This is the science portion, so you can just tune out for a moment. It's all right. <laughs> so uh, they, they discovered something called the Higgs boson. Three weeks after the Higgs boson, uh, there was a breaking, a record-breaking solar flare. I know that doesn't seem to, to interact. However, there's also some, are you, are you guys familiar with the Mandela effect? Have um, you talked oh, about this on the oh, show before? Yes. Like, so, like the, the Berenstain or the Berenstain yes. bears. Meaning yeah. people can go their whole lives saying, no, I always learned it this way. Yep. I was told and had it verified that this was true. Yep. And someone else will have gone their whole life thinking something else was true about the same thing. Yes. So, for example, the the famous line from Star Wars, where Darth Vader looks at his son, and what does he say? Well, there are two parties. Exactly. There's the correct one, and there's the wrong one. Exactly. Right. Well, one the, believes it's Luke, I am your father. Which is the one that is typically well known. And is wrong. Yep. The other one is, no, I am your father. Right. Right. So little things like that, all the way up to the fact that when I was young... I remember the funeral of Nelson Mandela. I remember that being broadcast on television 
But Didn't Nelson, he die like six years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I can't explain it. I can just tell you, I remember seeing that funeral as a child, and so can countless dozens of other Americans. Dozens? Dozens. There are dozens <laughs> of us. Uh, however, he did in fact die recently. But they have actually shown, if you research this Mandela effect, that there was an increase, an uptick, if you will, of cases of the Mandela effect during 2012. And the theory goes that when the Large Hadron Collider turned on, it in fact created a black hole and pulled us into an alternate dimension. Now, I know that sounds crazy, right? It does. Yeah, you sound fucking loony. But give me a second. Okay. Because the article I read by a man on the internet. Of course. Whose username was? Gave, hold on. I'd have to find it. <laughs> I'd have to find it. Uh, gave literally f- threes of examples <laughs> of wow of things that happened since 2012 that have been absolutely crazy to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are in fact living in an alternate reality. Number Jacob, one, this is like hearing your conspiracy theories about the Beatles all over again. I know. Okay, it is because <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> Number one, in 2013, they elected another pope. Okay, there were two popes for the first time in history because the first pope hadn't died yet and they had a second pope. Boom. Two popes? (laughs) Two popes. (laughs) The second one that this man listed as an insane event was that Donald Trump was elected president, which was a little weird. Those kind of years down the road though. Yeah, no, 2016, 2016, yeah. yeah. But he's saying since 2012, there, there created a chain reaction that sucked the entire earth into a black hole, leading us into an alternate dimension. The next thing he, this man listed on his article was that the coronavirus happened. Of course. Yep. Sure, yep. sure. Uh, QAnon candidates, which I'm not 100% sure what that is. Well, QAnon is like, I mean, everyone knows what that is, right? Yeah. It's essentially like Reddit, but with less rules. All right, uh, next up, Kanye West ran for president. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Right? That's true. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey announced that she would run. Yep. And she didn't. Uh, Rudy Giuliani? Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani. Uh, was Borat two and four seasons total landscaping? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what that is. But Wait, he, say that say one that more time? again? Rudy Giuliani was Borat starred in Borat 2 and four seasons total landscaping. I'm just reading from the oh, article at so this point. Oh, so four seasons total landscaping. The reason why that's funny is because I believe it was Trump, like his team had like organized an event or something and they were supposed to have it at the four seasons, but like one of the interns fucked up and instead of booking the four seasons, they booked four seasons total landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> And so they show up at this place and it's literally just like a landscaping <laughs> business. That's kind of awesome. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So that that's what they're talking about. But oh. this man listed it as one of the crazy events that has happened, proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that we've been sucked into a That's not that hole. crazy. That's just a retarded ass Shh. college intern. Quiet. Haven't retarded things happened way before 2012? Nope. Apparently all of these things have happened after 2012. Oh. Elon Musk hosting SNL. Yes, he listed that as an option. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. And named his kid, I can't even say, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's X- actually pronounced H. 
No, it's Ash. Ash? Ash. X-A-E-A-X-I-I. Yeah, yeah, it's pronounced Ash. X-Ash. Anyway, whatever. Something. And Jeff Bezos, his final evidence was that Jeff Bezos went to space. Is your mind blown? I'm not going to lie. Right now, no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So his theory is that if the multiverse exists, it's possible that gravity is what holds it together and that by us discovering and working on the Higgs boson, we're toying with things way beyond our control. You know what else came out around 2012? What? Interstellar. And this guy clearly watched it and decided to make a whole thing about it. Interstellar is literally all about gravity. I still haven't seen it. Uh, not, oh, not, to be confused, not to be confused with the space movie called Gravity, because that has nothing one. to do with that gravity. That was Sandra Bullock, wasn't it? Yeah, that it? was Sandra Bullock. Oh, and George Clooney. Don't forget about him. Sure. Didn't he die like a couple minutes in? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh my God, George Clooney is dead? Spoiler alert. Yes, he dies, but he's still in the movie. So Wait, if you just don't said count he died. him out. Yeah, don't count him out though. Okay. No, anyway. like for real, he's he, the actor is dead. George Clooney? Yeah, that's what you just no, said. No, I think that'd be some pretty big news. You said it. No, in, in the it movie, was big in the movie news Gravity. just now when you told in me. The, <laughs> Jessica, the gravity of this conversation is is growing immensely, and we're about to end it. Okay. The gravity. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, gravity is fucking over. <laughs> given all of the craziness of the last few years, one could point out we've had not only natural events but unnatural events, crazy events that have gone down. <gasps> The door has opened. Sam is here, wrapped Guess in a blanket. Here. I didn't throw up, and I'm back. Oh, and yeah. I'm sorry I was gone. Welcome. All right. Well, you miss almost all of Ricky's story, but he's about to end. So, I Sam, that's all right. Really My sad. story. In the politest way possible, shut up. Okay. Yes, sir. The last few years have been a little crazy. Been and terrible. it's possible that we're living in an alternate universe. I accept it. Because we discovered the Higgs boson in. The Large Hadron Collider. Say that word one more time. Higgs Higgs boson. boson. Basically, scientists were like, oh no, this experiment may end the world. Let's do it. And they conducted the experiment. And the theory was that this will create a black hole that will sink to the center of the earth and swallow all of it and end the earth as it is. Whoa. And then they were like, down, let's do it. Let's see what happens. They just turn that shit on anyway. Yeah. And then that's why someone out there in probably many people out there believe that the world ended in 2012 and we're now in an alternate dimension. Yes. Well, that's correct. All of what you said is correct. Good. That was a good kind of crazy, right? Like of I don't everything know. I just missed. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous, but I thought it was very interesting that someone thought a chain reaction could be caused. I had to bring it back to the topic, <laughs> but on a more serious note, when I heard the topic was chain, I took it very literally and began looking up videos of those horrible things where chains from the anchor of a ship are released and either catch fire or do damage or do horrible things. You're talking about like massive chains where like the links are the size of this table. No, like the links are the size of a car. Oh my God. Huge, huge stuff. Whoa. Let me tell you, I was not disappointed. Whoa. Those, wow. those sound like some really large chains. Those chains sound huge. Yeah. Sound fucking mad. Those are some hung ass chains. Yeah. Ew. Ew. God. Girthy ass chains. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I should have so stayed in the bathroom. The best story I found was actually not a chain of so much girth because, you know, it's not all about the girth. Sometimes mm. uh, it's about the motion of the ocean. It's about the speed at which the chain oh. mm. takes care of business. Um, go on. Okay. So 
Caleb Bennett, I mean, I guess he's on the internet, so I'm allowed to say his name, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. He was 14 years old of Manatee County in Florida, because of course it was Florida. They have their own county. Of course. Uh, he was spending time with his friends and a brother on a boat when they were apparently going at some speed, a significant speed, when the anchor for the boat released. Like at speed. Oh no. Um, what? Yeah, causes problems, good. right? It just released. Like the brake or Yikes. whatever on the boat failed. He was 14 years old. It failed. It, f- it was obviously pulled under the water. Yeah. Well, then it re-engaged the brake or something. <gasps> and it launched like with a flinging motion, the anchor, chain, rope, everything, and hit Mr. Bennett. <gasps> Mr. Bennett. In the head. <gasps> the anchor. The anchor. The anchor no. hit him in what the doctors referred to as the cerebral cortex. Was which his, I don't know if you... the most important part yeah, of the brain. That's, that's the his, super important part, right? Was his kappa detated from his head? No, no. What? Oh, no. So Mr. Bennett, Caleb, as it were, uh, had an anchor lodged three inches <gasps> into his skull. Oh, no. And I cannot wait to show you the pictures. <gasps> there's pictures. Oh, there's pictures. Ooh, whoop it out. So it hit him in the head. Shut up. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Okay. That's him oh! after the surgery. Oh, oh poor guy. It hit him in what looks like the right side of his cerebral cortex. It's He's like got a, a huge dent. It looks yep. like a deflated football. This is my favorite part. He remained conscious the whole time. No. And calmly, once it says once he felt the anchor in his head, like he reached up and touched it, realized he had an anchor in his head, uh calmly looked at his friends and said, I need you to call 911 or I'm going to die. Oh my God. So they obviously called 911. They took him to the hospital. The doctors were able to remove said anchor and a pretty significant portion of his skull and patched him up. And now he looks like a cartoon character who got hit in the head with a football or something. I don't know. But he's totally fine. His head looks like flat on the right side. Totally fine. Yeah. Wow. It looks like his skull is caved in on the right side of his head. All his hair grew back and he's smiling. Well, like, that's awesome. It looks like the back end of my parents' Acura when I accidentally bumped into a pole when I was getting gas when I was like 17. That's suspiciously specific. Uh, so this was my favorite part. The quote from the doctor said, we need to take out a big piece of skull, try to clean up the piece of bone and whatever else he has in there from the anchor. Oof. The pediatric neurosurgeon, Luis Rodriguez, told Johns Hopkins. And more important, Did give his brain- pediatric? Neurosurgeon, yeah. But he's a grown man. He was, he no, was 14. No, he's 14. So oh. they, they bring in a pediatric, neuro, not just a regular neurosurgeon? Apparently that's a different thing. No, pediatric I mean, neurosurgeon. There must sense. be quite a contrast. Your, your body physically isn't fully developed. Like maybe that not. does have something to do with the skull. That's yeah. actually what I went to school for. I, oh. think, I think if I were to hear that my neurosurgeon was a pediatric neurosurgeon, that I would very quickly not trust him as much as a regular well, neurosurgeon. Well, Jacob, if you were a 14 year old, it wouldn't matter. Would. You're no yeah, spring chicken anymore, Jacob. I'm I'm still young. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I mean, are I'm, you? I'm vibing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm hip. I'd be more concerned with a rhinosurgeon. <laughs> Isn't that a nose surgeon? Yeah. Rhinoplasty. You are a whore. <laughs> <laughs> who nobody loves. Okay. Anyway, 
<laughs> now that we're done talking about fucking stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> there was also really quick one, one last very, very quick story. A guy uh, left a cove with the anchor down and just took off driving oh, at no. full speed. Oh. The anchor flipped up and cut him in half. Cut him in half. Cut him in half. Like, like ghost shit? This guy, the paramedics showed up and they were trying to drag half his body back into the ship. Yikes. Or into the boat. It was a very Yikes. small boat. Gross. That was it. That's so that, cool. that was what I thought of when I thought of chains. It's crazy. People getting cut in half. Mm. Yep. Dang. Yep. Yeah. And that's a good one. Dang. That's a good one. Very good. Thank Is you. Is that it? Better. Are you done? That's wow. it. That's it. Thank you. Thank well, you, thank Ricky. God. Ricky's done. Shut up. The, we like, don't have to hear his voice. Third part of your stories, I really enjoyed because that's all I heard. They're hurtful. I thought they were great. Thank you, Ricky. No, I they, said that look, I liked them. The look, last third, I enjoyed. Ricky, they were good. Yeah, you know, like when an eight-year-old writes an essay, it's good. Of course, you know. Yeah, I know you know. You homeschool your kids, freak. <laughs> <laughs> I know you proofread that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think I can read? That's cute. Anyway, it's time for the break. Now, this is going to be one of those breaks that doesn't sound very long, but actually like 24 hours goes by. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be one of those kind of breaks. Yeah. So. We can just tell. Yeah. Bear with us. Bye, guys. Ricky has dyslexia. For break. Oh, he does. <laughs> For the very first time in Three Shots in History, we have a game? A guest, yes. a guest game. A guest yes. game. So I think it was like a week ago, I told you guys that I was, I had something weird to show you. And so I came up with this game. The game is called Risk or Reward. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Risk. You don't know so, the rules yet. <laughs> there are two options. I mean, it's fun. Can you guess what they are? Is it? Is it risk or reward? Jacob, yes, gold star. So, reward. If you choose reward, it's an easy win. You get a reward. Straight up, no questions asked. You just win it, okay? If you choose risk, there's something weird. And you do have to participate somewhat in the weird. Like, you have to promise. And if you do, there is like a sub-reward that you get. Like a bigger reward than just the regular reward? I mean, to me, it's a pretty good reward. Love it. Risk. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's going to be food related because it's you. Because it's Sam. Yeah, I also really choose risk. I, I, want, I want a green tea chocolate chip cookie. Risk. Oh, oh, that sounds so good. Ricky, you first. Risk or reward? No, no, I'm not ready choose to now. make decisions now, like five, that. Four. I mean, obviously, three, I'm going to go risk. Two. I have to. You want risk. Everybody's choosing risk. Okay, no, I'm, I, I wanted to go reward because I just want the good thing. You do what your heart tells you. I want to so, choose reward. I changed my answer. You changed your answer? That's okay. All right. You you choose uh, rewards. You automatically get your win. Your easy reward. Yep. Is it snacks? Please tell me it's snacks. I'm it so is hungry. Homemade gluten-free chocolate peanut butter oatmeal cookies. Yeah! What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Oh, you're <laughs> stupid. I don't care that I and chose reward. And they're giant. And they're got, really good. He got like 18 cookies. Yes. I stand <laughs> firm. Oh, yeah. See? Mm. Reward. Risk. Can you oh, not reward. moan Risk. into your so, microphone? I, I can't help it. I'm so sorry. So Jessica, yeah. several weeks ago you sent me, I'm pretty sure it was you. Who who operates the Three Shots In podcast um, Instagram? Technically, 
Both of us, but also technically. Okay, who sent who sends Jessica. me links? <laughs> <laughs> who sends me links on three shots? Okay, that's yeah, Jessica. that's Jess. So you sent me a link several weeks ago. Was it nail polish related? It was nail polish related. Was so, it a very strange, unique nail polish? It was. It was very unique. So Jessica sent me this text. Now she already knows what it is. So Jacob, I'm gonna have you read what this link says. Velveeta. <laughs> This cheese scented nail polish wants to coat your fingers. And what was my response? I'm gonna buy it and wear it the next time we record. And just replied, ew. Jacob, can you describe what might possibly be on my nails at this Did you buy and wear Velveeta cheese nail polish? Yes, I did. Is the risk sniffing your nails? on the bathroom floor all I did was, was lay on the floor and it was so cold but I stayed still so that I could muster the strength to come back here and make you sniff make my you. nail polish reward I want reward <laughs> it's too late but remember there's a reward actually there's two rewards if you follow through with this there are two rewards I don't want to smell your cheese fingers. There's two rewards, technically. Okay? Smell them. Smell them now. Okay. Bring your big nose over there and smell them. The sniffing has begun. Yes. I'll have you know I wash my hands. They're very clean. Thank you. Thank you. Both hands. Well done. I I mean, I'm not getting any cheese. Right? If we're being honest. So it wasn't that much of a risk, which is a huge disappointment for me. <laughs> However, I did bring the box. <laughs> the, they have names. So the yellow one is called, La, what is it? La, La, La Dolce? La Dolce, Dolce Velveeta. <laughs> and the red one is called Finger Food. <laughs> I will paint your, mo- your, but you have to smell the actual polish because it smells more like. Okay. More okay. like Velveeta cheese and acetone, and it's absolutely awful. I was gagging, painting. My- <laughs> <laughs> and there, my friends, is the rest. <laughs> Where's the bucket? Give it to Give him. It to I don't need Jacob, it. Jacob, are good. you a little bit? I want that bottle. I'm now good. Jessica needs to smell. She I also don't need chose the risk. I chose risk. Oh Ricky. my god! How nice is it not to be bullied? This is wonderful. It just smells a lot like nail polish to me. It Maybe smells it, awful I'm, to am, me. Jacob, can you do you concur? Terrible. I'm missing the okay. cheese note. Okay. So for one thing, I just got I have COVID, to so I, I have to applaud Jacob choice. because he smelled my fingernails, which yeah. they didn't really smell like anything. Uh-huh. But ju- and I knew that, but just the fact that you did that, I wanted the risk, you know. Here you go. Here's one of the rewards. <gasps> what the which fuck is, is it? Crispy oatmeal cookies there's so oatmeal, many more of them yes. oatmeal cookies and they're crispy they like, like them crispy so i i specifically against my better judgment left them in the oven longer dude there's like 47 yes. cookies you have there. to share them with jessica but i made those today that's what i did all day was bake you guys cookies oh and my paint my nails Aww. they're so good okay so everybody got cookies right this was a good game yeah, yeah. i love this game. i regret second, nothing second reward for you two <gasps> conrad is gonna be a baby daddy there are four to five puppies in his girlfriend lady's little little belly. They're oh, little puppies. Oh, that's he so knocked sweet. a bitch up. Yep, he got to, he did it, dude. And he did it by himself. I heard. Yeah. Well, we no turkey baster required. No, no, no. That's not true. Oh. We did AI, and then the next day he decided to make it happen and did it on his own as well. So he just wanted to make sure it got done. Right. 
So now there's puppies, and uh, I talked to our friend, and you guys get to come over when they're born and have a puppy date and get to meet all the puppies <gasps> oh, and take yay. pictures. Oh my god, we get a three shots in puppy date. Yes, and we, we will gotta take be photos. three shots in. So risk or reward would we'll do again. Yeah, I, I'll play them. It was I, fun, right? I will, big one. I will risk every time. I will reward Ricky can't every time. Come over. Ricky can never no, see those can't. puppies. No, he can't. He can't. He doesn't get the puppy play Don't date. Don't care. He'll just enjoy those cookies because he chose reward. Oh, he didn't have to do anything for them. So hey, got him. hey yeah. because he didn't and because apparently he doesn't care about the puppies, I want you to shit in his pond when he makes it. I don't want to do that. Sam, I'll I'm shit sorry. in it. No, that's not part of the game. <laughs> Oh my god, it does smell so strong. Uh, I told you. I could, I could. What? <laughs> Even though I know all of this will be cut, this episode of Three Shots oh In is sponsored god. by Darn Tough Socks. No, don't turn me off! <laughs> so we're talking about chains. Chains, like a, like a steel chain? Maybe. You know what I think about when I think about chains? What? Just think about being trapped. You know, uh, I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I'm chained into this place. Right. Chained to the radiator. Something like that. Right. You know what makes me feel free? Our sponsors. <laughs> we would like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. Tilted Tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of of hilarious sayings. Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories. That's right. And everything is assembled by hand, all here in the United States. Made in the USA, and it is family owned. They are close friends of ours. That's the most I'll say. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. But they are fantastic, and we do love their products. We own many of them. I have personally purchased several items. Oh, yeah. When I get drunk, I buy a lot of their shit. It's pretty great. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. You can reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. Nice. You should go, and you should buy something, listener, from their website because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And they love us just like we love you. Jacob, we also have some discount codes from Tilted Tinker. We do. They were so amazing and kind to provide exclusive three shots in promo codes for their website, which give 15% off your entire purchase. Wow. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. And they provided two promo codes. You can make your purchase using the discount code HORSICA, H-O-R-S-E-I-C-A. That's HORSE, I-C-A. Or you can use... Jacob McGuire. <laughs> Jacob is spelled J-A-C-O-B. McGuire, M-A-G-U-I-R-E. Wow. If you support Jessica more than you support me, use code Horsica. If you like me more than you like that bitch, go ahead and use Whoa. Jacob McGuire. Jacob, are you in the know? I mean, I'm in the know. But I'm also in The No Republic. That's right. We are sponsored by The No Republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States. I didn't know that. Their clothing is unique and everything is done in-house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now, that's right, everything is crafted by hand, shipped with love and care. 
Yeah, they're an awesome company. They always give back. And you can go on their website, The No Republic. Again, that's with a K, thenorepublic.com. Great customer service too. I reached out to them with a problem and they got back to me right away. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Normally people take like, you know, like within 24 hours, but how soon did they get back? Four hours. Whoa. We're back from the break. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So a lot's happened. I'm in, still here. In, during this break. Sam is here. Sam is sober now. Guess who's back? That's right. Ricky's back morphed again. into Terry. That's right. Yes. Ricky has now become Terry. He had to leave. We'll still call him Ricky, though, for the remainder of the episode. That sounds no. fair. I miss most of Ricky's story, and so he's going to miss mine now, so I feel like that evens out. It adds up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Ricky, will you uh, spin the wheel with your long, lanky arm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hear this and be like, that's bullshit. And fuck you. <laughs> All right, you must choose which smell everybody at the table will smell 24 7, 365. Oh, so oh I, have, I get to like all, sentence to, you with smells? We all smells? get to choose. Yeah, everyone, oh, I, sentence? Oh, nice. I think everyone has to agree, but you can <laughs> For the person? we're targeting okay. each of okay. us individually. Oh, no. But I feel like there are some obvious ones that we'd want to go to. Should we stay away from obvious ones? No. Okay, oh. Jacob, you're going to smell feet. Why? Dirty, smelly gym feet. Toe right che- after getting toe working at the gym. Dirty, stinky athlete's feet. Yours are fucking gross. <laughs> you were the one who said fucking not gross. to stay away from the obvious ones. Hey, Sam. You did this yourself. You smell nothing but Conrad farts. Oh, wait, they have to agree on this. Do we? Terry didn't say anything about the feet. Well, that's they could also one. be good. That's These could also one. be good smells. Like just like I know mine is going to be overwhelming. Well, but and easy. that was a silly question. Why would we ever put good smells? Like I don't know. That's because, not fun. Because you might be kind. No. Like what me? the fuck? Fuck <laughs> that. Terry. <laughs> what? Terry is only smelling watery, nasty uh, baby <sighs> baby poop. Oh yeah. No. See, uh, jokes on you. That doesn't really have a smell. Yeah. Not the watery stuff. Okay. That one's more about the, si- the okay. solids. It's the Chunky. Solids. Solid, meaty, Ew, there baby poop. He's wincing already. He ate nothing but like fucking why baby poop vegetable stuff. Baby poop. Why wouldn't baby you just poop. say fresh dog poop? Or no, that's like, not as bad. It's homeless still bad, man but not as bad. shit. Oh, why are you giving them ideas for your own smell? Well, because, you know what though? Like fuck <laughs> it, right? <laughs> We're in this shit. May as well. Knee deep. You are. Yeah, yeah in this yeah. shit. Yeah. What, what about for Jess? I hate the smell of vomit. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty bad. That Actually, let's really take bad. that one step further. You smell nothing. But sick, vomitous snot with puke. Oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, that was. I was thinking just like, you know, that like that little like little little cringe you get when you smell like stomach acid. Oh, yeah, that's what you smell. You smell stomach uh, acid. Burns your nose just a little bit. Uh-huh. I'll get real skinny. I'll never want to eat because of the oh, terrible smell. That's true. Oh. Call it the, the yeah. like smell diet. That's probably a thing. Although I actually, our, I think it is a diet, uh, but it's a diet where you smell things instead of eating I'm them. I'm imagining what I'd <laughs> no, be smelling. No, I just smelling. thought of another and one that no. was bad for me. We didn't give one to Sam though. Yeah. He said we, ha- we have farts. to all agree on Ugh. one. Conrad farts, I don't know. I feel like that one just doesn't <sighs> hit the mark. See, oh my I gosh, just, they're so bad. I know, Especially I after he eats like meat. But see, I feel like she's oh. trying to redirect us away from something worse. I honestly, Sam is a germaphobe. So how yeah. about 
unclean like truck stop bathroom. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Like you smell pee. No. And, and un, uncleaned, unmanaged bathroom. Oh. So like people have kind of like shat a little bit on the toilet seat. No. Yeah. The only, the only Pe- part of the Some people have changed their man, woman diapers in That's them. the thing. Mm-hmm. Is it smells that like crotch It doesn't have to smell like one particular thing. Just walking into a bathroom that has not been maintained. I can smell everything. Yeah, People like I have such poos. a sensitive nose, I can smell the cleaner that they tried to clean on the mirror the one time. Yeah, I can smell all that other stuff that you guys talked about, and like the mm-hmm. soggy paper towels that are in the trash too. No, the only part of the tile that looks clean is like right underneath where you grab the paper towels because everyone's hands drip yes. right there. So, it, so like, that's the only spot. The that grout looks is clean. clean right there, but right it's there. not even really clean. It just mm-hmm. looks clean. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one. Watered. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Oh, that's really terrible. <laughs> you see how much more fun that was than being like, Jacob, I want you to smell cinnamon the rest of your life. I want you to smell flowers. Oh, man. No, <laughs> that'd be so bad. Like, good smells can still be terrible after a long time. Like, think of the- yeah, if you're not being a little mean, it's just not fun. Terry, I want you to smell lavender like, for the rest of Think of, of roses, like that really sickly sweet rose smell that smells like grandmother's, I, like I, perfume. I, I like that. You like yeah, rose? I like it too. I do wear rose All right, perfume. What about sulfur? Oh. <laughs> just smelling sulfur. Yeah, that's pretty uh, bad, Jacob. Just methane. I think we can oh. all agree. It's a nonstop You guys have for the rest we can of your all lives. Agree. If someone told me I'd smell like, like I wouldn't be sniffing actual fumes, but like I'd smell the smell of gasoline. I'd be like, oh. Oh, I, I like that, that smell. That's okay. At the gas station. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, I mean, we did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. Disgusting Same. feet. Yeah. Uh, okay, why do we have to bring up the feet again? Stomach like, acid. <laughs> it was over. Homeless people shit. <sighs> unkept public bathrooms. <sighs> Trucker stop bathroom. Yeah. People they don't have showers either. People mixing, no. people mixing their poos. <laughs> Those would be gross too. I would not want to take a shower. The showers have been down for maintenance for like oh. six years. Yeah. Or it's you know one of 600 trucker stops in one maintenance guy's <sighs> route. So he hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. There's water no. damage on the ceiling. You know there's uh, a leak somewhere. You can smell the mildew. You can the smell mildew. the mildew. Yeah. Oof. Mildew mixed But then you can also smell pee. that faint smell of like Urine. taquitos uh, from, yeah. <laughs> from someone's Taco that, Bell like, from two, two Taquito air is like found its way through the vents. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you're sitting, when you're sitting down and you're peeing, right? I wouldn't you, be touching it. I'd you, be okay, hovering. Sure, sure, let's just say you're hovering or whatever. <laughs> While you're there, you notice in the corner of the, the room, you see it and you're like, is that mold that was painted over? It is. They just painted right over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 100% that person where if they don't have the seat cover things, I will take toilet paper and like lay it across the seat 100%. I Ugh. say fuck it. I embrace it. Yeah. Well, you don't have to sit down all the time. If I have to take a shit. You Ugh. also have so much hair as a buffer. Right? <laughs> it's like having a coat on my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> just from my ass cheeks to my back of my knees. Very so, convenient so moving, for my moving big, on. Very moving on from that. Extremely we're convenient moving on. for my Bigfoot fantasies. There you oh, go. Jesus. We're moving on. <laughs> This is this is ending now, because hey, it's time for Sam. <gasps> Sam, the it's topic for today is chain. Yes. What are you talking about? I'm talking about chain smoking. Wow. Yes. I came up with that pretty quickly. I knew that that's what I wanted to. Like chain, like chain smoking, or the chain smokers, like the band. Not the band. The like band chain is not. smoking, like people who smoke. So, um, I looked this up. And so the definition of chain smoking is the practice of smoking several cigarettes in succession. So like one after another, after another, after another, sometimes using the ember or a butt 
of a finished cigarette to light the next one. Yep. Nice. So you're not even finished with it all the way and you're lighting the next so one. So Terry at like, like 11, right yeah. before puberty. <laughs> yeah. Um, it can also refer to a person who smokes relatively constantly, though not necessarily chain smoking each cigarette. So basically someone who's smeek, smeek? Smeagle. Smeaking? <laughs> smokes several a day, like way more than the average smoker. As I was looking into a couple of different things, I did find these are not really chain smoking, but I thought they were interesting anyway, just because of what they were. So the first two, um, I found this guy, these two guys online. The first one is Stefan Sigmund from Transylvania. And he smoked 800 filter tipped Western cigarettes in less than six minutes. What? what? Yeah. Breaking his 1995 record, but it's not as cool as you think it is because I was picturing like smoking one, finishing it, and then putting no, it down. No, it's going to be they're all plugged into like one tube. Yep. Oh. Yep. Through a special wheel like device. Apparently, he, yeah, like he, it was all through one device and he did it in, it was picture a giant funnel. I will say though, that amount of smoke. All is, at one time. Is that would fucking annihilate. It's 18. I, I feel like my heart, my heart would stop. This one is similar, like all at one time, cigarettes all at one time. However, this is just straight in a guy's mouth. Mm -hmm. So no funnel, no <laughs> weird filter thing. Yeah, you fucking die, Jake. So, <laughs> oh, let me show you a picture of the guy. Um, okay, so this is the guy that had the filter. This is actually him with like the wheel. Jeez. Interesting. So it's like a giant funnel. They're all shoved in there at one time, so you yeah, can just you take said one he was big from puff. Transylvania. Yes, <laughs> this is the other guy is Jim Mouth. He is that's a, a, a show name. Uh, is said to have the biggest mouth in the world. He smoked a world record of 159 cigarettes in his mouth live on the More Than Human TV show on the Discovery Channel. And this is him with all the cigarettes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like straight up and they lit them all with a blowtorch and he just was smoking them. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. So I just thought those were interesting. Okay, now on, on to the actual stories okay okay so i had heard about this person a couple of years ago and i decided to dive in a little bit deeper in a quiet indonesian fishing village lives aldi saganda a two-year-old boy <gasps> i've watched him have you yes <laughs> i'm scared according to aldi saganda's parents uh, he started smoking when he was just 11 months old. Um, so basically they gave him a cigarette? I'll get there, I'll get there. So it happened because they would do daily trips to the market where they sold fish. Um, and there was a cigarette cart nearby in the area. And I guess Aldi, you know, he was within range so they could see him, but he would kind of wander around, you know, they got to know all the people working at different carts and stuff. Um, so there was one that had cigarettes. And so information online in different, on like all the different articles that I read had differing information. Um, one site said that Aldi got a hold of a cigarette um, because when he became whiny and had a tantrum, his father introduced him to a cigarette to calm him down. What year was this? This happened, I believe in 2010 is when <gasps> the articles all happened. So that's one source. The other source says that Aldi's mother found him at a cigarette cart with a cigarette in his hand, implying that either someone gave it to him or he picked it up after, you know, someone, someone maybe it. set theirs down or dropped it. Um, and apparently Aldi took to cigarettes 
very quickly. And his mother was shocked by how casually he held a cigarette in between his fingers, looking like a seasoned smoker, like right from the get go, the first time she saw him with a cigarette. And she said, he already knew how to do it very well, like an adult. So I have a photo of him here for no. you guys to see. I have several. He's a little chunky kid. Yes, yeah. he's very chunky. Oh my god! So he's sitting in a little so chair. He's got like a leather about jacket his on. Health at all? They're not worried oh, yeah. about his health here at he all. Here he is. Just you know, he's got one of these little cars that he's kind of riding around on. There's him holding it just so casually. You can look up the videos of him on YouTube, and he's like twirling it around in his fingers. Straight God. up, right? Um, here he is, light, chain smoking, lighting one cigarette with the butt of an old one that he had just finished. Um, so uh, Aldi smoked about two packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And when his mother tried to cut back on her son's smoking, he would throw tantrums, he hit his head on the floor and he would become sick from withdrawal because he was smoking so much, obviously. Yeah. Um, Aldi's father insisted that his son was healthy and that smoking had no effect on him besides relaxation. So he just kind of was just let him keep doing it. You okay with there, Terry? That just fucking flies me. Right? That makes me so angry. So his mother disagreed and was hoping that her son would stop smoking in the future. And she would say, we surely hope he will quit, that he will be like any other kid, not smoking, but I can't stand seeing him hurt himself. What can we do but just accept it as it is? What do you mean? Right? You can are you, his fucking parent. Yeah, like, uh-huh. no, no, it's not worth the tantrums. I don't mind if he dies of lung cancer right? at nine. Beat can, that little bastard and take the cigarettes Can away. you die from nicotine withdrawal? I don't I'm think not so. sure. No, right? I don't no think it's, it's I don't just think unpleasant. It's... His mother just didn't like oh, to yeah. see you it. Oh, yeah, strap him to his bedroom. Yep, yep. And apparently... Leave him in there for a week. So, you know, this is Indonesia in, you know, 2010, but I guess his father had to raise an additional $5 to, like, I don't know if it was a week or a day, but one of those to pay for the cigarettes to buy for his son, which obviously was a lot of work because they were already super poor and had other children. So at one point, Aldi was smoking more than 40 cigarettes a day. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and my heart. Yep. Um, so I couldn't find out who originally, like the original article about Aldi, um, but articles circ- circulated about him in 2010. And after that, like right after he became an internet sensation, I remember when uh-huh. those went around, which is why I remembered him. It's appalling. Um, yeah. And CBS News cameras found him in the small fishing village with a lit cigarette in his hand. And that's where all that video footage comes from. Sometime after he became an internet sensation, his parents were inundated, obviously, with harsh opinions about how the smoking was harmful to him. Yeah. You know, everybody was really pissed off about it. So um, they tried to wean him off the cigarettes by instead, um, with the like supervision of a doctor, apparently, with food. You know, hey, you want a you want a cigarette? Nope. Here, have a snack instead. Which is why he's overweight. Yes. Also, so obviously that also had negative effects. And at two and a half years old, he weighed an extra fifteen pounds over what a child of his age should weigh. Now, fifteen pounds doesn't sound like that much on an adult, but, but if you on, see him, like when you're a on like tall. a three year old child, that's a lot. 
Um, so shortly after that, Aldi and his family were moved to a, re- a rehabilitation program sponsored by Indonesia's National, Co- National Commission for Child Protection, where he received treatment for his addictions, which is good. Um, he was given child appropriate activities such as coloring, games and puzzles, um, which allowed him to think and act like a child for a change instead of just sitting around smoking all day. And he engaged in fun physical activities to help him reach the appropriate weight. Um, unfortunately, after all of that, once he got home, he did still struggle with weight. Um, and it kept up for a couple of years. Uh, and his mother said he would eat three chicken legs, uh, three bowls of, bowls of meatball soup, one tin of condensed milk in the morning and at night. Uh, yep. Twice a day? Yeah. Oh, that's and so much. If I said to eat less, he would throw tantrums and threaten to go back to smoking. So she just let him eat whatever he wanted. And his weight just got crazy out of control. I'm sorry, how is he supposed to get cigarettes if they're not buying them? Right? Well, I mean, since he's an internet sensation, maybe where people were giving them to him. I don't know if he was fine. Maybe he was buying them. I have no idea. But he was still getting, yeah. So, um, so eventually, the last bit of information that I was able to find about Aldi was in 2017. Like, I haven't been able to find anything really recent. Um, and he did, I guess when he started school, <laughs> kids made fun of his huge lunchbox with, like, all the food in it. <laughs> and he didn't so like that. supporting how much yeah. he's eating. Yeah. And he didn't like that. And he began to cut down on the size of his meals and gain control over his weight. And as of 2017, he was okay. And they checked in on him. And he had photos of himself smoking as, like, a young toddler. But now... Like he's leaned out a bit. He's a little bit older and he's like, sometimes I miss it, but you know, I know it's better for me if I just, okay. Don't. So lesson of the story, some bullying is okay. <laughs> just That's, a little bit. I mean, that, that really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a couple of facts. Indonesia, I guess has been described as the Disneyland for the tobacco industry. Huh. Um, lax regulation has led to some of the highest smoking rates in the world. Uh, children and young people are blatantly targeted. I guess they're the easiest targets. Oh, yeah. um, so there's actually a young like youth program that they're dedicated to try and like fight the tobacco industry in that area of Indonesia because they're just really sick of it. And um, ever since Aldi flashed around the world, the I guess the this is information from 2019. Um, 19% of Indonesia's 13 to 15 year olds, most of them boys, are co- tobacco consumers uh, compared to the 7% of that age around the world. Yeah, that's wow. a lot. That's, that's a lot. Crazy. A lot. It's um, honestly, we. so we, it makes sense. Like, it sucks, but it's really, it really is good for business to yeah. target children yep. that way. Yep. Because then they, that's all they ask for mm-hmm. and their parents, you know, Plus, you get lifelong customers. Yeah, I was going to say too, just the fact that it's in Singapore. You said that their their regulations, sorry, yeah, super lax. It's super lax regulations. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you look at it, like I remember when I was buying cigarettes as a kid, I found like the one liquor store that didn't ask for ID. Mm -hmm. There's like I can't even imagine if all of them were like, ah, fuck it. A lot of the studies showed that they didn't care; they just wanted money. So uh, yeah. three quarters of Indonesian children see tobacco advertising everywhere they go and nearly two thirds are exposed to secondhand smoke. So I guess it's just a huge epidemic and they're just trying to like, yeah, get a handle on it. So yeah, after I looked up that story, the story started off like really interesting and then it ended kind of on a happy note because it was like, oh, he's better he's now. He's healthy. And then I was reading the stats and I was of Indonesian children. Apparently there's a, a documentary um, called the 
the tobacco children of Indonesia. There's a whole documentary about it. Dang. So after that, I was like, ah, like I need something lighter now. I feel really like sad. You're walking around Indonesia <laughs> so and all the kids are talking like yeah, this. Yeah, like I couldn't find anything <laughs> interesting. I was trying to look up, you know, chain smoking murderers or, you know, like anything, any all these buzzwords I'm typing in, nothing's coming up. So I type in, right, chain smoking and what should come down halfway down through the searches? Chain smoking monkeys. Hey, I've seen <laughs> those too. Take it, Jacob. Just pretend you're surprised, okay? Well, monkeys? <laughs> what? Wow. So, Azalea, a 19 year old chimpanzee and resident at a central zoo in North Korea, became a star attraction for her chronic cigarette smoking. Um, apparently, she had been trained by the actual trainers to light her own cigarettes with either a lighter or the butt of a previous cigarette and Where smoke. Nice. Where is this again? This is in North Korea at a zoo. Oh my God. Nice. So just, there's no end to their evil. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave her, they give her everything and she just does it and she's been taught to do that. Um, she could also perform, so it's at her trainer's encouragement. So they are constantly like, yeah, do she's tricks, get, She do was getting stuff. treats. Yep. Uh, she could also perform several other behaviors such as dancing and touching her nose. Cute, cute. Oh my God. Less, not, you know, much more healthy. Um, drawing thousands of visitors a day, Azalea's 40 a day habit for a monkey. Wow. Yeah. Was in line with some of the zoo's other uh, less than ethical exhibitions. Interesting. Which included basketball playing monkeys, a parrot that can recite an ode to former tyrant Kim Sung. Nice. Oh. <laughs> and doves that are part of a figure skating routine. Interesting. <laughs> That's kind of funny. How the fuck do you train that? Right? Apparently, you don't feed them until they figure it out oh. and then reward them when they start to. That's exactly what they did with Shamu. Yeah. Super sad. That's why killer whales kill people and yep. shit. They're, they're angry. Doves, I'd be angry too. Those doves don't like shake That's why I know, right? Skates. Elephants lose their shit in, <laughs> at circuses yeah. and like stomp on people. Um, but good news, Azalea did apparently kick her smoking habit after many animal rights activists complained about her health and zoo goers were told not to encourage her any further. I'm Less surprised that North Korea gave people a shit. in North Korea yeah, right? were like, oh, we should change that. And they're like, shut up. Yes. Unfortunately, Charlie, the smoking chimp at the zoo in South Africa, began his smoking habit and has not quit. Uh. He saw zoo goers smoking, and I guess someone threw their cigarette into the chimpanzee enclosure. What a dick. And he basically, monkey see, monkey do, picked, and it up. picked it up and started smoking and liked it. Um, these zoo caretakers are a lot more kind and were trying to look out for him and so they obviously didn't want that to happen and so they kept trying to um, get him to quit smoking but zoo, zoo uh, goers were encouraging it by throwing like packs of cigarettes in. Oh my god. Awesome. He became popular and so they kept throwing in more and more cigarettes. It's like I, the very first episode there was a chimp in Russia that was clinically an alcoholic because Russian zoo goers kept like hurling vodka at it. God. And it was yeah. drinking it. Yeah. So um, so they kept throwing in cigarettes. And <laughs> I guess when caretakers tried to confiscate his cigarettes, he would hide them. Nice. He would hide them and they, so they couldn't find them. And then he would sneakily take them out during the day and go up to a tourist and they would light the cigarettes for him. Oh, my God. And then he would continue to smoke throughout the day. 
And apparently there was a rumor going around that Charlie also got his girlfriend smoking too. What? That's amazing. <laughs> and that's the end of my chain smoking story. I guess that's how you gotta oh. kind of cope with being being a chimp or whatever in like an enclosure. So I do have photos. Um, this is Azalea with her cigarette nice. in North Korea. Okay. Um, she just big smoker. Nice. Dang. And this is Charlie. <laughs> God. Yep. So he, you know, still smoking to this day, apparently. I mean, he looks like he really enjoys it. He look, does. Look, if, I, if a monkey comes up and asks for a light, I'm going to oblige, you know? <laughs> He's like, don't want to be rude. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be rude. I mean, yeah. I feel like you would be like, that's fucking cool. Like, Dude, I would have showed up. I got you, bro. I would have showed yes. up with like a, a carton. <laughs> Like here, here you're you go, one buddy. of those ones who's encouraging the bad habits. Yeah, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. I also went to SeaWorld when that stupid documentary came out. Blackfish, Blackfish. came out, oh, yeah. and Jacob I and Danny that. took advantage of, of the low prices, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, low prices. Uh huh. There were no lines Smart. for the show. We saw every single show. Went on every single ride. It was great. Mm -hmm. Souvenir stores were discounted the whole night. Oh my gosh! Like I mean, it was great. It was a great experience. <laughs> well, Jacob, I think you're next. Yeah, I am next. Darker than mine? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not difficult to be darker than you on this. Like, no, there are no two-year-olds. Hey, man, themselves. I've talked about murders and blood and stuff. I was like, no two-year-olds giving themselves, like, lung cancer or anything. <laughs> um, but I am talking about chain gangs. Oh. Okay, not to be confused with gang bangs or anything Very like different. that. These are completely different. A chain gang, just so you guys are aware, uh, old-time prison, right? They mm -hmm. would... They would link all the inmates up oh, on yeah. chain, right? So they like everyone is connected to each other, and they'd mm -hmm. have them go work. With the thought being, you can't run away because you're all linked together. You're all connected, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was that. It was very simple. So we're gonna go back to 1882. Ooh, that's a long time ago. Yes. Long time. Historical. To what is known as the Cowie Tunnel disaster. Oh no. That sounds bad. Yes. <laughs> Slight disasters went down. So, 15-year-old Charles Eason was arrested for stealing, and he was sentenced to prison, where he was forced to work on a chain gang. Okay? Remember, this is 82, uh, and this takes place in the, like, western part of North Carolina. Okay. Okay? So, this specific chain gang was used to... Uh, build and maintain the railroads. Okay, so that's pretty pretty demanding yeah. labor, mm -hmm. right? They had a lot that they had to get done every single day. So the jail system uh, and the state governments uh, had like constructed a system that would uh, basically they were inventing chain gains. It was so that instead of having prisoners just sitting in cells doing nothing, they figured, well, fuck it, we can just make them work, and you know. Two birds, one stone. We save some money. We get them off their butts. Right. Everyone wins. Uh, prisoners didn't really agree so much. It's hot. <laughs> uh, I imagine not. It was hot. It was a lot of labor. Right. It wasn't great. And so people would run. Right. They tried to run away, and they had a they had a very clear shoot on run rule. You go oh to run, they just shot you. Whoa. But they were shooting too many people, so they just <gasps> strapped them all together. Right. And created the chain gang. Right. Once a prison got an inmate. Right. Mm -hmm. um, typically, they would have them for at least a year, and the the state would give the prison what they called leased ownership. Okay. 
of the inmate. So essentially they owned them oh. in that sense. And so they can make Whoa. them work. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so they would make the their prisoners work for the state and the state would give them money because they're providing a service, the, the prison, right? Mm-hmm. not the prisoners. Um, so there was a very steady flow of inmates just coming in and they were just constantly being put mm. on the chain gang. Um, again, we're talking very, very hard labor. Okay, so one of the largest projects of the railroads uh, went from like one side of North Carolina to the other. So this is a big ass thing. You got a, you got all these prisons sending out chain gangs to go work on this this railroad. And uh, there was one day that uh, they they had to cross a river. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! So this was during the winter. There was <gasps> no. snow. There was ice, but they had to cross the river. So right about, let's see, 30 convicts were all chained together in their chain gang. Mm. And there were a couple of guards with them on this boat. So they were crossing the Cowie Tunnel, right? Which was about 700 feet long. Now it was very cold. This was the day before New Year's Eve, or this was New Year's Eve. Oh my God. So um, So it's freezing. It's very, very, very cold. And these 30 convicts, most of them don't know how to swim. Most of them have never been in a boat. Most of them are chained to each other. They are all chained to each other. So as the boat was pulled across the river by a cable, um, puddles of water from rain started building up in the boat. And the, a couple of the prisoners were freaking out because they thought that the boat was sinking. (gasps) So they all started running to the front of the boat. Oh no. no. The weight. Now the prison guards were ordering them to stop, but with the only way to make them stop was to shoot one of them, right? They just kept yelling at them to stop, but they thought they were all gonna drown and die. So they just went to the very front of the boat. So eventually everybody on the boat went offboard. Overboard. Overboard, sorry. <laughs> so um, they they had desperately tried to keep their heads above the water, oh. but as Chains. one of them, would drown, they would start to drag the oh, rest down. No. <laughs> so, oh no! Oh my god! That's right. Um, so not only did all of them drown and die, uh, a couple of the guards that were on the boat also drowned and died. The ones who were not chained. The ones who were not chained. They probably, just probably attempting to at least get them out. I mean, either either that bit. or they the were boat in probably a, capsized. Or they were in a frozen. Freezing river. Yeah, so, hypothermia. Yeah, we all saw Titanic. You know how that goes. Yes. That's right. So, <laughs> oh, what naturally, a terrible way to die. Naturally, they did the only thing that they could do, and they gathered up all of the bodies that they were able to get out of the river, which was 19 of them. And what, like 30 something? Uh, well, 30 plus the guards. I don't know oh, how many guards man. there were. So they gathered up all the bodies and they buried them in a mass grave, in the mass unmarked grave and left them alone. Still chained? I don't know about that part, but oh. they were all just thrown into That's a mass grave, and that was that. Because they were like, they're just prisoners. Wow. Yeah, this story didn't break until 130 years after. Whoa! Oh my God! Wow. Wait, so someone had to have written that down. Who, who witnessed everything then? Who, who Someone, yeah, yeah, someone was, documented it. it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it must have been like documented and just and no that, one what, just got shit. carried down and carried down, and someone was like, one day. It was probably you, like my a, grandson will, <laughs> you know, publish this story mm-hmm. and expose them. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. awful. Um, <sighs> so I realized about an hour ago, maybe two hours ago, that 
the notes that I did for my second story are all on my work computer. Uh, which and is I not don't here. have them. No. So we're not gonna get into a lot of details. Okay. But I can give you the gist okay. of that. Of okay. the second story. Quick. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So first the first story was to tell you guys how horrible a chain gang was and how yes. how terrible and everyone hated it, right? Obviously, people want to escape. Sure. So there was a man who did in fact escape from a chain gang in 1952. Oh. He was in Florida. He managed to get out and run and he just kept running and running and running. Wait, 1952? Oh, 52, They were yeah. still going on that long? Like, oh yeah. Not that long ago? I was gonna say, I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised sure if chain gangs still, still go on today. today. Other I'm pretty sure countries? there are still some. Wow. No, no, I'm pretty sure there's some places here that still do oh. chain gangs. Yeah. yeah. Huh, yeah. I gotta look it up later. I just so. haven't seen it, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, you guys watched the Oh Brother Where Art Thou? They were in a chain gang. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was a a long time ago and a movie. Well, anyway, so this man, he escaped from the chain gang in Florida where he was in prison for, I think it was like, uh, like breaking and entering and assault. They didn't say how he got away? Just just said he he escaped. Yeah, he he escaped and got away. So he, it was a very successful escape. He made it all the way to New New York. Wow. So then when he- From Florida? From Florida. Jeez, that's a long way. So while he was in New York, he had to find a job, but obviously no one could do background checks on him Mm because then they would know he was an escaped Mm -hmm. prisoner. So he used a fake name. So he made a fake name and he only took jobs that paid him under the table or whatever. So time is going by and he still hasn't been caught. He's got a wife, he's got kids. He has a career now. Wow. Get all the way to like, 2016. Shut up. Whoa. And he finally got caught. Oh man. They caught him over 50 years later. They caught him and realized, oh shit, you escaped from prison in 1952. Um, And so the state of New York was asking Florida what they wanted to do. And Florida said that they were not going to pay for his extradition and they didn't care. So wow. he was released what? in New York. Wow. He's, not, he's not allowed back. He's not allowed back in Florida. Yeah. But he was released. So he's free. At least he was Whoa. just like a petty theft guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like a if violent crime. If it was something crime. crazy, I would have been like, nah. At least him. what he Take did him. with his freedom was, you know, get a job and yeah, live right? a normal life. There yeah, are a lot I of think people. It, uh, I think it said something yeah, like like that. he had like like robbed a store or just like not robbed right. but like stole or all the stuff. Um, I think he was like seventeen when he got arrested. Oh, he was young. So and I mean, then it doesn't escaped. excuse it, but yeah. yeah. So they he was almost he was. Almost seventy then, or over over seventy. Uh, he 19, must have been 50, yeah. seventeen in nineteen fifty two. Oh, seventeen nineteen fifty, and they caught him when again? They caught him in twenty sixteen. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah well home, over seventy. Homie made it a long time. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they got him, but they did. How, yeah, how crazy does that even happen if he's would going that under have a been? fake name and everything? Like, I wonder if he ever told his wife, or if this was something that was just like, wait, what happened? You got away from a chain gang. <laughs> What? You're You're, like I said, Your I don't have all the details. Real because name. I don't wow. have my notes. <laughs> that was a pretty good summarization, <laughs> right. though. Uh, thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Um, and then the last one. Okay, so obviously, you know, chain gangs, terrible. We need to escape. Yes. And I just told you a very, very great escape story. Which means this be- next one's going to be terrible. This next one is the polar opposite. Okay. Oh, Jacob's no. hand just went down like a yes, roller coaster. It did. In June of 2007, there was a chain gang in Maricopa, Arizona. Now, this wasn't like your typical chain gang. This wasn't like, you know, 30 dudes strapped together. They just strapped like two people together. Okay. Right, because there's less chance of you running away if you're strapped to someone else, mm-hmm. whatever, anyway. So, Mac and Billy were their names. These were the two 
the two guys that were strapped together in a their own little chain gang. Okay. And they decided, fuck this, we're leaving. So they agreed to work together to, to run. They, they worked together wow. and they ran. So they were running for a while. They jumped fences together, kept running, kept running. That's and then hard. finally they thought, okay, there was a truck coming up the road. And so they were going to jump into the bed of the truck and ride away into oh, freedom. No. So um, the truck driver had his music very, very loud and he didn't see them. What year was this? 2007. Oof. Oh. Yes. So the truck driver had his music very loud. He didn't hear them and he did not see them either. They made it into the street and attempted to jump into the bed of his truck. They kind of almost made it, but then they fell. Oof. Okay. Fortunately, his truck had a hitch on the back. <gasps> no. 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 And the chains that were around their ankles <gasps> caught on it. Caught onto ah! the hitch. Oh my God. No. And because his music was so loud, he didn't hear anything. And so he drove for a couple miles, dragging these two men behind him. They did eventually die of blood loss. That is some final destination change. They had had skull fractures. They had multiple bone fractures. Um, The truck driver called the police when he realized something was going on behind his truck and got out and saw, you know, two dead He's like, what the inmates. heck? How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that was uh, that was featured Whoa. on A Thousand Ways to Die. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. That was uh, that was Way to Die number 439. What a terrible that, way to die. Say, that would actually be 100% awful. Like, oh, <laughs> doesn't that yeah. sound just like the worst? You're basically oh. getting cheese grated. Ricky was just showing us videos. Oh, he was like, huh, look at what I found on r slash meat crayon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they became meat crayons. That's they for sure. Oh, yeah. man. Damn. That's awful. I know. Yikes. That's so terrible. They got blue Oh, they did. <laughs> they got blue hawked. They did. What's that mean? It's from uh, the boys. The boys. There's, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, and that sucks too, because they totally would have made it like a long way. If they would have got into the truck, he wasn't listening. He would just drove for miles and miles oh, and miles. Yeah. Right. And uh, unfortunately. And I'll bet you he stopped too because like stopped because people were probably going like, hey, fucking stop. And like, yeah. oh, oh my man. gosh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, God, can you just imagine like trying to put your hands down and it's like, ah, and then forearms, ah. On the asphalt. Oh, face. Oh, hey. Ah, like, no, for miles. No, how no. much, like, can you even imagine how much I would have to line up? For you to die that way specifically, for reals, you're you have to be in the middle of well, nowhere because they're screaming loud. Like that's not yeah. for no one death. to see them. Well, they they were escaping from a prison. You don't put prisons in the middle of right. cities, right? Yeah. I guess you know, some places do. Some, some of them do. Not in Maricopa, Arizona. Yeah, okay? apparently not. <laughs> we put our they put their prisons in the middle of nowhere. Whoa. So that's why they made it to the road. The truck driver was driving by, and they tried to jump into a moving truck. Yeah, that's not. Easy to do. I'm surprised they got as close as they uh, Yeah, for real. Just wasn't close enough. They were no. probably really tired from running and climbing over they stuff. They had to run in sync with So they had other. to jump up high and just, just didn't quite make it. No. Oof. Yep. So Mac and Billy are dead. Oh, Mac they and died yikes. a gruesome death. Very gruesome. That's awful. Wow. But at least they were no longer in a chain gang. They did escape. They escaped I bet if the they had gang. a choice, they would go back to the chain gang. Over there. Maybe. That. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they're running away from prison. Like, odds are you're going to get shot. Yeah, probably. So, mind you, I, think, I feel like I'd rather get shot than, you know, dragged for a couple miles. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Yeah. Personal yeah. thing there. No, I agree. <laughs> 
All right, all right. That was fun. Thanks, well, great. guys. Uh, Thanks for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, Sam, you had an extra terrible time, but you you did it. Yeah, risking, I came back. You risked it all. And I didn't get sick. <laughs> That's true. That's so, true. You didn't vomit. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I say you got sick, you didn't vomit. But yes, then, yeah, yeah. And you I did, felt you sick. did rally and came back for the game during the break. I did. You were a wonderful sport and a champ. Which, being the one in the living room, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's done till Ricky takes her home. Yeah. Nope. And then she sits up out of nowhere. You bounce back. And I remember and was you like, saying, you good? And yeah. I was like, yeah. I thought she was doing the, the like, oh, oh, I'm getting up. I got a puke. Oh. And I was like, you okay over there? And she's like, yeah. I was like, are you about to go back in there? And she's like, yeah, I think I will. I had, I was oh, like, I had the blanket yeah. on me, so I just took it with me in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, and damn. So I asked Cooper. Jessica about that a little while ago, because I was like, how? So when I took three shots of tequila back to back to back, mm-hmm. that obviously messed me up after a while. I was good until I got up to go to the bathroom, which right. that may have been the also thing that made me feel sick this time. Um, but that tequila just ripped me apart, which is why I don't drink it. But the vodka, she thinks that that's maybe why I was able to kind of bounce back, bounce back I think because if it had drink. been four shots of tequila, you would have been done. Oh, I, you would have been see, miserable. Oh, uh, vodka shots get me way more drunk than tequila shots. It's just hard to predict how your body's going to react. Yeah, to I don't things. know. T- tequila, it started messing me up from the beginning. Remember, I just listened to uh, one of my friends. We were on a road trip. And she wanted to hear that first episode of me getting drunk. And so we listened to it. And I was annoyed with how many times I was talking about my vision going all like wonky, you know, and Mm -hmm. delayed. I must have mentioned it like six or seven times. And I was so annoyed with myself. But that's what was happening with the tequila and with the vodka. That doesn't happen to Mm. me. Like I do feel really loopy, but I have a I have I've been having a great time. So that's why she thinks I bounce back is because vodka just vodka just agrees Treats with my, it my body right. yeah. better. But so then we better. agreed, we talked about it over the break, and next time I'll I will take a fourth shot. You know, I did it because my handsome husband jumped on the live and yes, requested do. to do a fourth shot, and I didn't want to be like, no, I won't do it. It was slight peer pressure, not from you guys specifically, but like I wanted to be a part of. All right. the stuff. If anything, you peer pressured Jessica. Jessica wasn't going <laughs> to take a fourth shot. Do it. And I was like, let's do it. And I so like, I took well, it. So I'm proud I did. You know, now I know. And I think next time I will take that shot, but maybe just like an hour after the three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, normally my fourth shot is during the break. Right, right, right. Right. But, you know, I was feeling adventurous and I wanted to see and I bounced back and we did the game. And I, I'm glad that I'm back. I think my, it was fun. my best, the liquor I do best with. The best kind of drunk I get is with whiskey. Oh yeah, but yes. I hate it. That's my shit. I, I wouldn't mind trying that again because when we did it last time, I enjoyed myself and wasn't. We'll have to. That'll have oh, to you be know the what? next time we record. Let's just make this the wheel spin. Favorite and least favorite liquor. Ooh. So Sam, we got your favorite is vodka. Do you like flavored vodka or just vodka? Um, I do like the flavored ones. That ginger peach one that we've been drinking lately. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. has been. Awesome. Really good. So yeah, flavored vodka, least favorite, hundred percent. Everybody knows it's tequila. <laughs> Dang, I love tequila. Ugh. You sp- might be speaking too soon. You didn't get a chance to try that Bayou Pink Rum. Oh, I tried it. Did you? Remember we were in the kitchen and yeah. you guys I was like, I gotta taste this. Because we smelled it and I was like, it smells amazing. And they're like, that it's a catfish. Like Don't it smells it. great. And then you taste it. And so I took a little sip and I think my response was 
that was my two, tongue was like oh. that was two of our three shots the last one I was just on with it's Kyle. disgusting I'm thank like, god it's it's gone that it's was the same returning. night I also tasted the 99 bananas oh yeah pain in a bottle oh yeah okay also terrible so Jess do you have a favorite and least favorite liquor mm. we're, we're saying specifically for shots not yes. for mixing sure, like sure. straight up yeah just shots I, I gotta say the one kind of liquor that I enjoy taking shots of the most is Reposado tequila. Tequila? Yes. Um, but my, the best buzz is whiskey, though I don't enjoy drinking it. And then my least favorite, hands down, I think, hmm, as much as I hate the Jaeger, I don't think anything has honestly made me feel like I, I had to like hold back gagging since... The Jaeger bomb? No, no. Um, the fireball. Fireball oh. almost made you throw up? Now, Ugh. let me explain why. I don't like that. We were trying to catch up on recordings, and we were recording two to three times a weekend for like a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do recall this. And there was one night where we were like, well, we got to mix it up. We shouldn't drink the same thing over and over. We're going to run out of it. Okay. We haven't touched oh. the fireball in a really long time. And so you I was mix. so burnt out from it. Oh. I was so tired of drink. I did not want to drink, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just do it. <laughs> I took the first shot and I was like, oh God, it's so bad. The second one I burped and it was nothing but like, like cinnamon syrup tasting. Ah. I don't like that stuff. It at was all. so awful. And then the third one, I think that's when we were still recording ourselves taking the shots and making uh -huh. that the opener to the episodes. Yeah. And you can hear, I was like, oh my God, it's so bad. I don't want to drink anymore. Take it yeah. away. <laughs> well, because I mean, that was, that was a really, you know, a, a tough lesson, but a good lesson. Mm. If we're going to do double or triple recordings, we got to do that like once a month. Like, right. <laughs> you know, a weekly thing of that was just yeah, not doable. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Oof. Terry, do you have a, a favorite and least favorite liquor to shoot? So the one I just tried recently, I just love whiskey, right? Like scotches and stuff like that. You're technically not supposed to shoot them. Bourbon. Yeah. But I, you're technically not supposed to shoot them. I do it anyway. Well, it's your go-to is Jameson, I thought, if you were going to shoot whiskey. Yes. If I'm going to shoot whiskey, whiskey it's going to be Jameson. I found one recently that is good to sip and good to shoot. Mm. Uh, I, I took a picture of it because I want to get more of it. But it's called... Uh, Bunahaben. <laughs> oh, Bunahaben. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really fucking good. That's like, I think whiskey is just my drink. Mm. Like, I'm developing a taste for whiskey. I, like, I just never drink it. Well, what's but. funny is, I'd like, I, I drank from a very early age as well, right? And for the longest time, I didn't really like beer very much. It, it basically was like, beer is eh, and it was straight to hard liquor, right? Tequila I like, but it's not my favorite. Right. Vodka, if I'm desperate. Right. <laughs> but whiskey has just always been the thing. The one I fucking hate is gin. Mm. Oh, man. I, oh, I absolutely fucking hate gin. Even gin and tonics. I hate the taste. I really? feel like gin yeah. is neutral for me. That rosemary gin. Yum. Awesome. Ro okay. Rosemary is a little special. It really, yeah. We oh, haven't had that in a while. And Jeez. honestly, those Hendrix, the from the cabinets of really curiosities, them, yeah. when we let them yeah. air, when we let them get some air in them, they're fantastic. yeah. The gin, I haven't had enough to make an informed decision about them, but I feel like they're neutral for me. Like they're not my favorite, but they're not bad either. Oh, I I, I really enjoy them. I would rather shoot the fucking what the fuck uh, the black licorice shit. Uh, oh, Jaeger? Jaegermeister. Jaegermeister. I would rather I would rather uh, shoot Jaegermeister than gin. 
What? Well, I can tell Even you right now, sir. Oh, no. I tell you no, right no, now, no. my favorite liquor that I just shoot, Jägermeister. I could drink, you know, they make little like kegs of Jägermeister. Yes. I'm, I can literally just put my mouth underneath that, just turn the faucet <laughs> on and just sit there for a minute and get oh, properly drunk and then man. turn it off. Now I will say Jägermeister, if you're doing mixed drinks, if you mix it oh, with Dr. I, Pepper. I, I made you some delicious Jaeger drinks you that you loved. You did. You oh, did. and then Kyle mixed it with uh, pineapple juice for you. That was good too. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. But shooting it, I, it's just, it's that black licorice taste, hideous. man. Ugh. But it's to me no not as hideous as gin. I fucking Ugh. hate gin. I hate so it. what's your least favorite then? Least favorite thing to shoot is without a doubt, 100% whiskey. Oh, Every time really? I take shots of whiskey, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Oh. Which is which is really really a shame because the whiskey drunk is, the is it's incredible. Fun. You're warm. Yes. Like I swear, there's there's never like a hangover. There's there's no almost no negative to it other than it tastes like shit and it makes me gag. That's what we yeah. you didn't like. So the last time I tried to get you to do picklebacks. Terry had purchased the wrong kind of pickles. He bought I, the sour kind instead of. I didn't purchase pickles the last time you guys did that. It was like months ago. Yeah, it was a long I time ago. I promise you did. I did. I sent you out to get a jar of them, and you accidentally grabbed sour. Oh. So I don't think it was just that it was a wrong kind of pickle. I just don't want to drink pickle juice. I love pickles, but I didn't want to drink it. No, I think the only way I can straight take up. shots of whiskey is with a pickleback, and that's Oof. because especially pickleback just like, like cleanses your entire palate. Immediately. It depends like on. It. It's got to be a good brine though, like no. Clausen. Clausen. Clausen is the best. Yes. Clausen is the best. Clausen's really good. And then there's a Texas brand that that they have at Aldi all the time, all over the place. I think it's the same brand they make like a pickle beer out of. Oh yeah, that really popular, that's super popular here in Texas. The brine in there or like their standard pickle is really good, but the sour one is disgusting. And that's the one they make the beer out of, I'm pretty sure. That's gross. I'm Those never drinking. So I never drink a pickle understand. beer. It's like my Which least. Is surprising to me. I feel like that's something that you guys would want to try. No. No, not since I I got weird one night and wanted to make like the next best drink, <laughs> and I just started adding shit into a cup, and pickle juice was a part of that. It wasn't a lot. It was just a little splash. It was enough to make that whole thing just taste like shit. Yeah. So I still want to do white Russians. I want to drink white Russians. Yum. Yes. That, next time, next time we yeah. go to uh, Fat Dog, we're gonna Yay. pick up some Kahlua. Yes. We're gonna make this the right way. Yes. I'm telling you that, I, like Jacob, probably make it perfect. That, oh that, yeah, that's, I'm so looking forward to if it. If we're talking like the my favorite drinks, that's probably if not my favorite drink, one of my favorite. Oh, drinks. it's it's yeah. so good. It's actually tied, I think, with a whiskey sour. Oh, like a properly it's made high up. Sour. A real one, like with no the egg idea. white. Yum. What's that? I said a real one, like with the egg white. Yes. Nice. Is that what a whiskey sour has? It? Well, a real one. Yeah. Now there are a lot it of makes drinks. it like frothy. Yeah, there's a lot of drinks that do that. So it it the alcohol, something about the reaction with the egg white and the alcohol makes right, it so that right. it's not gooey or anything. It doesn't it really have a flavor, right, right. and it becomes really frothy and mm-hmm. foamy and just right. really nice. Yeah, it doesn't really have a flavor. It just is just frothy. Got it. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. It's so really nice. Good. That was good. I like that spontaneous wheel spin. Yeah, idea, just kind of off the cuff. You know? I liked just, it. It was perfect. You know, sometimes I do that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, if you liked what you heard. Please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with everyone that you know, your kids' teachers, um, your cousins, and no, you don't, I don't worry know, about that. Utah. Just tell anybody you think would enjoy our humor and enjoy all of the fun we have. Also, please follow on Spotify, and I believe you can do that on other platforms as well so that you're notified as soon as 
episodes drop. Also follow us on Instagram at Three Shots In Podcast. Feel free to go to our website, threeshotsin.com. You have to spell the word three out. Don't be lazy. Threeshotsin.com. There is where you can find the most beautiful button in the world. It is a button that takes you to our Patreon page. It's a magic word and it takes you to a wonderful place. Yes. I've used that button. Oh, nice. You've hit the button, Sam? I did. I hit the button. The Patreon button. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good button to press. And if you press it, it takes you to the Patreon page where there's an even better button. Subscribe. I and also just do that on the Patreon because yep. you get so many great things. First of all, you get to contribute to us and we're great and we love you for contributing. So like it's win-win. Mm-hmm. And also, thank you thank you again, patrons, because you helped us pay off our sound equipment. We've been trying to get that paid off for a mm-hmm. while. That's right. We have watched the latest movie for Three Shot Cinema. We're gonna record that soon and get that onto Patreon if you'd like to hear it. We talk all about Tammy and the T-Rex. And I feel like some of you are like, Three Shot Cinema? What's that? What's that? What? Who? Who? <laughs> What's that? It's a <laughs> second <laughs> podcast that is exclusive to our patrons. You are welcome to join, be a part of it, watch the movies with us, send in your reviews, and we will be reading them into our recordings. That's brand new. That's right. And we will see you next week where the topic is plain. Ooh. Ooh. Could be in so many things. So many different things. Probably. I just thought of really gruesome shit for that, like right away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to try to do some terrible things. Maybe. So, plain. Sam? Yes. Terry? Oh, and Ricky, because he was technically here. Thank yeah. you all <laughs> for being here and joining us on the show. You're always welcome. Next time, we will either have white Russians or whiskey <gasps> sours, or maybe we put our hands together and we have white whiskey sours. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. Probably be no, gross. just yeah. first idea was better. Yeah. Whiskey Russian sours. Nope. That okay. wasn't sour it. Russians. <laughs> sour Russians. Maybe we do some of that and get a little sweet and sour in the mix, you know? Mm. No, take nah. that back. Never mind. Okay. I just well, want to play the regular no. white Russian it's, it's We'll play by ear. We'll okay. play by ear. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Trainer. Thank you. So my next story. Yeah. When we heard when I heard the topic was chain, I took it. Shut up, Jacob. Jacob. I'm in the middle of telling a story. So rude. I muted my microphone. You didn't even hear. Only someone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never trusting. So unprofessional. Okay, someone made some dust enter the room. Only someone with a nose that big could sneeze with his mic muted. No, no, What I specifically heard Dean say was, your schnoz is so messy. <laughs> is that what I heard correctly from the bathroom floor? I don't think so. Yes. Yep. That's how that I remember is. it. Oh my, oh my goodness, Jacob. Jacob. It's a facade. <laughs> it's normal sized. Wait, after that, I can't tell if there's, this was just me dreaming. Did, he, did you call him a communist? <laughs> oh, yes, I did.